listening to PR Hangover, a podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's chapter of PRSSA. I'm your host, Olivia Dolly, and I want to thank you for choosing this podcast to hear your PR Hangover. Welcome back to PR Hangover. I'm especially excited to introduce to you Jessica Toscano, a health and sexual wellness journalist with experience in publications in Cosmopolitan, Men's Health, and other well-respected publications within the health and wellness category. Jessica is a go-getter. She's a passionate entrepreneur who is the founder, CEO, and EIC of her very own Intrigue Mag, a digital unisex lifestyle publication that targets individuals of ages 18 to 35. Jessica is here with us today to speak about her initiation of her publication and how she was able to run her own startup while working full-time and freelance writing. This week, Jessica offers us some really great advice and insight on how you can get involved in working with these well-respected brands. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome Jessica Toscano. Jessica, welcome to PR Hangover. I'm honored to have the founder and chief and editor of Intrigue Mag here with us today. Olivia, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, so um, I know that you are a big advocate for self-care and self-care practices. What's one self-care practice that is like your favorite way to debrief after a long day? Ooh, this is a great one. So one thing that I absolutely love to do is listen to music. And sometimes, honestly, I'll dance just (laughs) (laughs) like just in the middle of wherever I'm at, uh, just to kind of let out some stress, let loose. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. I love that a lot. (laughs) Um, So tell me a little bit about your career history and how it led you to where you're at today. So that is a big one. So um, it's been a lot of hard work, uh, a little bit of talent or a lot of bit of talent. (laughs) I'm not giving myself enough credit and uh, a lot of networking. So right after grad school, uh, I immediately started pitching to a bunch of publications. And one of the first publications that I wrote for was Self Magazine. And my first article was nine smart questions to ask before getting a tattoo. Now that was in the health and wellness arena. I was used to writing about beauty, or I thought that I would always be a sex and relationships writer. And that was how health became a huge part of my life. And I kind of just started writing for other publications from there and then working on my own publication, Intrigue, based off of what I learned as a freelance contributor. Okay, that's really interesting. Wow. So, um, Basically, you would say like the key component would just be to like network and kind of like put yourself out there and what you have to say. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Networking is the best thing that you can do for for any field, not just journalism, not public relations or communication in general. Wow, that's yeah, that's really good. I really I totally stand by that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. How did you progress as a freelancer? I guess I should say. Sure, sure. So um, after contributing my first article for self, I began working with the same editor on other articles. And I just became a regular contributor from there. So I was contributing at the time. This was right after grad school. So the summer of 2018 for me. And I was contributing, I think, one or two articles every few weeks, just kind of getting the hang of what it was like to write for a national publication. And from there, I became a little bit more familiar with what it took to be a contributor and started pitching to other publications, started networking with other editors across other publications and 
started writing for, you know, Cosmopolitan and Men's Health, she knows how wow. all these other really amazing yeah. publications. Yeah. That is really interesting. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience with working with some of those really well-known established um, publications. <clears throat> yeah. So the process across publications is a little bit different. Some of them want you to work via Google Docs. Some of them want you to work via a Word document that you submit on a website like ClickUp or some use other websites like Skyward. So it's a little bit different internally for every publication, but the process mm -hmm. is very similar. You still are conducting similar research. They still want you to fact check your sources and refer to scholarly articles and interview you know, experts across fields from you know, gynecologists to dermatologists to get a feel for what your story really needs in order to mm -hmm in order to uncover what they're asking you to uncover. Okay, yes. Yeah. So um, the kind of research, I guess, that you do, would you particularly like know a certain topic that you want to write about or you want to pitch about or would they, or someone else like kind of like give guide you towards that? Yeah, so um, for the most part, like as a writer, you can totally reach out to an editor with a, an idea if you have one. So for example, you know, I can take a look right now to see, are there any topics that are trending right now? Or is it, you know, um, a national awareness month for a specific cause, you know, like last month was Pride Month. So I might write, you know, a topic about that. Or if you get to know an editor or an editor like really gets to know your work, whether you've worked with them in the past or not, they might reach out to you and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in working with you or, hey, you know, I, I've worked with you in the past and I really enjoy working with you. So I have a couple of topics that I think would be a good fit. Would you be interested in writing these? And then you kind of go from there. And okay. the latter is when you know that you're really great at what you do and it might take a while to get there. But if you have an editor reaching out to you and saying, hey, I thought of you for this. Would you like to work with me? That's a pretty big deal. Okay. That's really interesting. So um, what is I'm guessing that like a day in your life is going to change every day, but are there some things that you have to do on a daily that um, when you go into the office that you have to do? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> every day, every day is super, super different. And that's absolutely what I love about my field. So, you know, some days I, I, I might be working on, you know, um, product roundups. So I might be testing, you know, a series of products for a specific article and trying to figure out, okay, you know, is this product going to be featured? And if it is, you know, who's the PR rep that I have to reach out to and let them know, hey, like I need product images and so on and so forth for, you know, the design elements of the article layout. And then there are other days where, you know, I'm conducting interviews and looking for, you know, our, our next editorial intern. So every day is, is different and I absolutely enjoy it I enjoy every aspect <laughs> that is really cool yeah you see like I've never really considered the things that go into publishing like an article and there's just so much that you have to take into consideration <clears throat> oh absolutely absolutely there is a lot more work than you would think and what's really awesome is uh depending on your role you can work across a series of departments so you can have your hands you know in various aspects of production. You could be a part of uh, social media campaigns, or you can work with the design team and work on some design elements for the article layout. You know, it, it really is up to the publication and up to you and what your interest is. Right, right. So um, what are some of your tips or particularly like great strategies for pitching particular topics? 
Yeah. So um, pitching to the media or um, pitching as the media. <laughs> oh, um, pitching to the media. <laughs> yeah. So you're if you're in PR and you're looking to pitch to the media, um, there's a couple of things that you definitely want to do. So you want to make sure that your topic is relevant um, and that you're pitching to a writer. So you want to make sure that your topic is relevant and you want to make sure that you're pitching to the correct writer. So in other words, you're not going to pitch, pitch a sexual wellness idea to a writer who covers beauty. I mean, I guess you could if your topic overlaps, but you want to make sure that you're pitching to the correct people uh, in order to, for your pitch to be seen and potentially reported on. Another thing that you definitely want to do is make sure that your pitch is not only relevant, but unique. So why should the writer click on it? Is it interesting? Is it different than what they, they're used to seeing? And then when they open that pitch, you also want to make sure that it's as concise as possible. So nothing too wordy. You don't want to use a lot of jargon. You want to get straight to the point, eight to 10 sentences max, and try not to be like super heavy with photographs or attachments. I really like hyperlinks. So if you can hyperlink, you know, to a study or to a product that you're recommending or to a source or a client who you're introducing, that's perfect. That way I can do the research that I need to right then and there and decipher whether or not I'm going to respond to your pitch. Okay. Yeah. That, that was really good. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, making it as simple and easy as possible is the best way to get your point across. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about your lifestyle pub, maybe some of the history and what inspired you to start your own. Yeah. So I actually, so funny. Um, I started it in 2014 as a blog and it was originally a spinoff off of Cosmo and askmen.com. And I noticed that there weren't really any publications that were unisex lifestyle. They were, you know, women's lifestyle, men's lifestyle. And I kind of saw that the industry was going in a more unisex approach, you know, um, now like everybody is starting to get used to using, you know, asking people what what is your personal pronoun and I absolutely love that nobody's assuming anymore we're right. we're all individuals and we all have a different story and and it's important to recognize that so I, I kind of went around campus and was asking you know people all these like different sorts of questions just to kind of give some perspective into the male and female psyche and Eventually, I revamped it and revamped it and revamped it the more that I learned about the editorial industry so that it really took on a unisex approach. And being a bit of an outcast my entire life, I really wanted to emphasize the importance of individuality and uniqueness and that you have the opportunity to become the best version of yourself, whatever or whoever that may be. So mm -hmm. I wanted other individuals to identify with a publication like I had when I was growing up with Cosmopolitan. Right, that's really cool. Yeah, that's that's really fascinating and honestly really inspiring. Um, so I guess what are some, some of the topics that you like to write about? So my main beat is health and sexual wellness and that's across a series of publications, but um, my focus really is lifestyle. And for Intrigue, we cover self-care, sex and relationships, health and fitness and food and drinks. Oh, okay. So you cover, kind of could just cover it all. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. And awesome. all of it is from a unisex approach. Um, we really, really try not to refer to any pronouns or any genders, unless we're referring to a specific expert who conveyed their pronouns in advance. 
Okay. Um, so what are some ways that you like to stay active or live a healthy lifestyle personally? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So health and wellness is obviously like a huge part of my life. So I work out uh, four to six days a week. I try to eat really healthy. So even though I like, you know, like my fat sandwiches Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy like luxury cookies and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. I I eat plant-based meals Mm -hmm. a lot. So I try to incorporate veggies as much as possible. Yes. And I also make it a point to take a lot of mental breaks throughout the week. I think especially right now and since the pandemic, that's something that's incredibly important. And I don't think that we emphasize that enough. I totally agree. I feel like also with that, like I, I try to take a lot of those and then I feel like I'm more productive when I am working because I'm not just constantly feeling drained or like overwhelmed or anything like that. So I totally agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's important to take several breaks throughout your workday. That way you don't feel overwhelmed. Or if you are feeling overwhelmed, it's important to be able to recognize that and step away for, mm-hmm. you know, five or 10 minutes and say, okay, you know, let me do X, Y, and Z because I know it calms me down. For me, that might be just going for a quick walk or organizing. Like that might sound a little lame, but <laughs> no, no, I get it. Together, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just, yes. it helps me. Oh, like, yeah. Let me tell yes. you. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. So um, what are some of the ways that you like to promote wellness to people who maybe aren't familiar with mental health or such of that nature? Yeah. So um, that's, a huge part of why I do what I do being a journalist, you know, I cover topics that I think will resonate with our audiences, whether that's for intrigue or, you know, for health magazine or, you know, men's health or or whoever, really, I just want to cover topics that I think readers can benefit from whatever they're struggling with. You know, maybe they don't know a lot about certain issues. Maybe they don't know a lot about anxiety and how to recover from that. You know, um, I wrote an article about having flight anxiety for self magazine in 2018, and I received so much positive feedback. Mm -hmm. I I was actually overwhelmed because I didn't expect to have such an amazing turnout, but I'm glad that that article was able to help a lot of people. That is really cool. So um, where do you get these ideas to like come up with um, the articles that you write about then? Do people send stuff in or are you just like passionate enough to like, I don't know, think of, every, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, of course. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of different things. Sometimes it's out of pure curiosity, you know, maybe I'm wondering, you know, the answer to something myself and I'll write about that. Other times it's a topic that's trending that I think is super important to report on. So, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to my editor and say, Hey, look, this is, you know, a buzzword right now. How do you feel about me covering it? Other times it's just a, a series of trends that I'm noticing over, you know, a, a five-year span and it, it's popular during a certain month. So I'm going to cover it during that month. And, and there are other times, and you probably know this, um, studying public relations that publicists will reach out to me and they'll say, Hey, you know, I have a new product for you, or there's this study that just came out. Are you interested in learning more? And yeah, like I'll, I'll work with brands or I'll, I'll work with experts and I'll cover the topics for them because I'm intrigued. I think that their product yeah. is awesome or, you know, the, the study is interesting. Right. Right. So what ultimately fuels your fire about working with the importance of wellness? I I really, honestly, I'm a storyteller and I really just like helping people, man. (laughs) No, I totally, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. That's just, I, I just want to be able to 
to be that that voice, that person. Um, magazines growing up to me, they were an escape. They they offered a lifestyle that was luxurious and extravagant, and and they offered a plethora of knowledge and made me feel just so good about myself and helped me become a better person. And if I could be that for somebody else, that makes me happy. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, and then just one last thing: Is there anything that while you were in school um, that you knew or that you wish you would have known that you would know now? Absolutely. Yes. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Internships and networking will get you your dream career. And I, and I'm talking like, don't just rely on, you know, your guidance counselors and your professors talk to them. Yes, because they're so important and they want you to succeed, Mm -hmm. but take it upon yourself to do the research and figure out what you need to do for your industry. How do you get that internship? You know, even if it means you're going to be an intern during the summer and you're not doing college credit or getting college credit for it and, and network, you know, like who do you want to be? Whose position do you want? Figure that out, go on LinkedIn, reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, I love what you do for X, Y, and Z reasons. Please. Will you, you know, get on the phone with me for 15 minutes so I can ask you some questions or will you meet me for a cup of coffee? Because I promise you these interactions, that's, what's going to land you your dream role. Exactly. And, you know, even reaching out to you, I was just thinking, you know, I'm just going to take the shot. You never know what could happen. And the worst thing that you could say is no, or you just wouldn't respond. So I, I totally stand by that a hundred percent. Yeah, no. And I'm so happy you did because I was so excited to chat with you. And like, obviously I'm still excited to chat with you. Um, any ways that I can help, definitely. And I know a lot of people feel the same way because I, I was that person at one point reaching out and saying, hey, like, will you meet me for a cup of coffee? So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely exactly. do it. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. It was really great talking to you today. Yes, Olivia, thank you so much again for having me. It was a pleasure. There will be times when I'm lost in thought and my brain is just kind of out of the whim. And I start to think about things that maybe I could write about, something that I'm maybe passionate about, or I some things just like make me happy. And so I make sure to write down those topics and keep tab of what they are. Maybe if there's certain issues, those issues, I try to do more research on them and, you know, come up with different theories or different perspectives of those re- reasonings. And so coming up with those lists and then kind of reflecting on them, I am able to see where I'm passionate about where my writing will take me and that is kind of the route that is the best way to go when you're trying to find success in what you want to do and where you're happiest and where your passion is and so with Jessica she obviously found a lot of success with health and wellness and sexual wellness writing and so that is where she did she made that baseline and then she started to network she was able to reach out to people who are successful within her field, and it's gotten her to where she is today. Another thing that I found to be really interesting is that Jessica started out like us. She started out as a student, and she started, and she was consistent with what she was doing, and that consistency can go a long way, and that just goes to show that hard work pays off. So if you're interested in learning more about Intrigue Mag, the link for the website and the publication will be down below. I will also leave Jessica's email contact information if you are interested in learning more about her and feel free to connect with her as well. So this concludes another episode of PR Hangover. 
Thank you for tuning in and I hope to see you all next time.